Welcome to Choice Classic Radio. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and help keep this show alive by donating at choiceclassicradio.com. For more of your favorite old-time radio shows, join us on our companion podcast, Choice Classic Radio Detectives, where we bring to you tales from the greatest detective shows the golden age of radio had to offer. The makers of Campbell Soups present The Campbell Playhouse, Orson Welles, producer. Good evening, this is Orson Welles. Tonight we're going to take you back to a time when romance of the gun-toting, bandit-chasing variety was not yet dead on our frontiers. When stealing a horse was a more serious offense than committing homicide, and when the night raiders descended on the one-street Texas towns, igniting the shadows with gunfire and stirring up the border citizens with raids and with mayhem. In those not-so-far-distant days, the gun-toter was likely to be a real man, popular hero, not the villainous victim of the Federal Bureau of Investigation or the dope-shaken, machine-equipped rat of the current gangster films. Life was more direct on the border, and the bandit had his code. This code was a semi-honorable collection of prejudices, but what was important, it was adhered to. Now, such a sterling, perhaps the correct term would be silver-plated character, is Pancho Lopez whom we bring to you tonight in The Bad Man. His prototype was supposed to be Pancho Villa, who made life exciting down Texas way until Pershing had him chased deep into Mexico and eventual oblivion. Certainly Port Emerson Brown, who wrote this Broadway comedy success, had the Mexican guerrilla leader in mind when he created the character. Reviews of the day indicate that Holbrook Blinn, who was a tremendous success in the role, had successfully copied some of the mannerisms of Villa. Well, tonight we're going to show Pancho Lopez in action, coming in his naively honorable fashion to see bloody justice done by Mrs. Lucia Pell, a handsome girl in difficulties on the old border. The latter, I'm delighted to announce, will be played by Ida Lupino, one of our younger and more sparkling stars, who's made a special trip from Hollywood to be with us tonight. First word from Ernest Chappell. If I should ask you, do you like chicken, I'm sure you'd be surprised. And indeed, it would be a strange question, because the fact is that just about everybody everywhere likes chicken. Among my own family and friends, I know there isn't any food more highly praised. And anywhere you go, from a little restaurant along the wayside to the dining room of a great hotel, and more especially in any home you may visit, you'll find a general fondness for chicken. It continues to be, as it always has been, a great American treat. Now, as sure as you like chicken, you'll like Campbell's chicken soup. Gone are the days when the finest chicken soup was made only at home. During the last few years, thousands of families have discovered Campbell's rich chicken flavor fills every drop of its broth. There's white fluffy rice all through it, too, and delightfully tender pieces of chicken meat. And best of all, they can enjoy Campbell's chicken soup whenever they wish, again and again. When are you going to have Campbell's chicken soup? To find out for yourself how delicious it really is. And now Orson Welles as the bad man with Ida Lupino. Diga, donde estamos? This is Eagle River. Eagle River, eh? Aquí está el banco. Sure, First National Bank. What do you want? Hola, General. Pancho. Aquí estamos. First National Banco. Venga, venga, Pancho. Aquí está el dinero, Pancho. Jose, venga, Pedro, los caballos. Sí, Pedro. Uh, where do you fellas think you're going? Por aquí, Pancho. Say, this is a hold-up. 
Sí, señor, it's hold up. Arriba. Por aquí, Pancho. Pasen el dinero. Here, here, here. What's going on here? Usted está presidente del banco. Sure, I'm the president of this bank. ¿Qué tal, presidente? Hey, who are you? Pancho López. Why, you low-down murdering cattle thief? You think you robbed my bank, do you? I'll shoot. There. See what you've done? You make me kill you. Why you do this? All ranger stations in southwestern Texas. A band of 20 desperados held up the first national bank at Eagle River this afternoon. Last seen headed south. Leader is presumed to be the notorious murderer of Pancho Lopez. Sharp lookout is being kept by border patrols, and there is little chance of his escape. Reward of $25,000 has been offered for his capture, dead or alive. Dear Doc, I guess you think I'm a rat. Well, maybe you're right. But I swear, honey, since we started from New York, I haven't had a free minute. Come and go, hither and yon. You know how it is on a honeymoon. Well, here we are now at last in Texas, and I could stay here for the rest of my life. Talking about Texas, a funny thing happened to us. You remember that boy I used to go around with at home in Bangor, Gilbert Phipps? But he has a ranch down here near the border. Cattle or something. And somehow Morgan found out about it, and we drove over here yesterday. Gilbert asked us to stay a few days, and here we are. Isn't that strange? Do you know how jealous Morgan usually is and how fussy he is about the places he stays? Well, Morgan was the one who insisted on staying. Funny. He hasn't changed at all. I mean, Gilbert. That's the boy at whose house we're staying, the boy from Bangor. He's just as cute and shy and sweet as he can be. He lives on this place with his uncle. Well, I guess that's about all for today. He's waiting for me to go riding with him. I'm not staying in the house another minute, not even to write to you. Give my love to the Atlantic Ocean, and I don't care if I don't see it for the next hundred years. Love, Lucia. P.S. Say, about the bandits you were asking about. The place is crawling with them. That's what they say, and I bet it is. You can feel it in the air. There's a fellow called Pancho Lopez that they tell about who has killed about 400 people in the last three years. Quite a man. If he ever drops in for dinner, I'll get his autograph for you. Well, that's all for now. So long, Lucia. <laughs> Aquí está el pulque, señor Phipps. Señor, señor. What are you making a face like that for? Señor Phipps, Phipps. That's as good a New England name as you'd want to hear. The Phipps been living in around Bangor, Maine for more than 150 years, same as your folks, Lucia. And now it's Senior Phipps, like we was foreigners. Well, I guess I got only myself to blame, myself and that gosh darn nephew, Gilbert of mine. Well, I didn't have to listen to him, him and his crazy ideas. Should have used my good Yankee sense instead of letting him talk me into coming 3,000 miles down here to the border among a lot of cows and foreigners. And that ain't the worst of it. Invested my life savings, took all I had in the bank in Bangor, Maine, ma'am, and what to get with it? <laughs> Makes me sick to think of it. Bought me 800 acres of land and 400 cows. Well, I think it's wonderful here. You and my nephew Gilbert like the same things, Lucia. Always did. Heck, there ain't even a place to go fishing around here, and you say you like it. Like it? I love it. Do you? Don't you? Makes me sick. Why, it's beautiful. Beautiful? What's beautiful about it? The desert. About a gall darn sand. Grazing land, they call it, huh? Why, I tell you, man, there's more for a cow to eat on the main street of Bangor than there is in the whole 800 acres of grazing. Of course, that don't matter now anyway, because we ain't got any cows left. First come the drought, then last year come that bandit, Pancho Lopez. He won't bother us no more, though, because the rangers plugged him, got him six months ago. Yeah, but that don't do us no good, because before they got him, he got a couple of hundred of our cows. Oh, that is dreadful, Mr. Fitz. That ain't the half of it. Next thing you know, we got that hoop and mouth disease. They got a fellow down from Washington now, sort of a cow expert, smart fellow, I guess, because he licked that foot and mouth disease in no time at all. Of course, that don't do us no good either, because the last of our cows died six weeks ago. Now all we got's the land, and when I say we got it, well, we got it till eight tonight. Eight tonight? That's what I said, 8 p.m. tonight. If the bank and Bisbee don't get the money by 8 o'clock, they foreclose a mortgage, and we ain't got no place to live. Oh, Mr. Phipps, I had no idea things were that bad. They're worse. It's all the fault of that gosh darn nephew of mine. It's a lucky thing for you you didn't marry him. You think so? I've often wondered if... Good evening, Phipps. 
Hello there, Lucia. Hello, pal. Hey, how about dinner? Oh, Morgan. I guess it ain't ready yet. What are we waiting for? It's nearly three o'clock. You don't say. Well, I'll see about it now. I say, Fitz, haven't got a drink in this house, have you? Nothing good. But I think the cook has some amateur tequila. Tequila? It's a local drink. Has it got a kick? Never heard nobody complain. After two or three of them, I never saw anybody able to complain. Well, what does it taste like? Sort of like gasoline with bichloride of mercury in it. You ought to like that, Morgan. No raw alcohol in it? It's safe enough. Like to try it, pal? Sure, bring it on. I'll try anything once. And anything to drink more than once. I'll see if there's any left. Oh. Uh, suppose it's no use again of my asking you not to do that. Do what? Order these people around in their own house. Why not? But if you can't see... There's no use you're trying to tell me. Is that it? You said that on the average of about twice a day for the last five weeks. I see what you mean, but I don't agree. Because we're guests at their house, why should I be deprived of my liquor and forced to eat burned beans three times a day? I can't see. This isn't the Ritz, Morgan. Well, if they set their liquor out and see the meals are all right themselves, then there wouldn't be any need for me saying anything. When we're enjoying their hospitality. Enjoying? Suffering, you mean? Well, thank heaven it's only for another day. Well, it wasn't my idea to come here on our honeymoon. Now that you're here, nobody's keeping you. As far as I'm concerned, Lucia, this is a business trip. Our geologists have made a careful study of this land. I can't see what geologists have to do with honeymoons and grazing land. Oil. According to them, there's a good chance of oil being found below Phipps' land. And that's why you were so anxious for the Phipps to ask us down here. Exactly. It's a lucky thing that you and the old man's nephew went to school together. I'd known I'd never have come. All you want here is to steal their land away from them. Steal? Well, that's not a nice word for a wife to be using about a new husband. Anyway, it's a perfectly straight business transaction. The bank in Bisbee holds a $10,000 mortgage on this property, which expires tonight. I placed a bid with the bank to buy it. But isn't there a chance that the bank might renew his mortgage if he hadn't offered to buy it? My dear, my business here is to get this land for myself, not to save it for Phipps and his nephew. Oh, hello, Gilbert. Hello, Lucia. I'm sorry dinner will be late. You mean later, don't you? Yeah. Here's a drink for you. Thanks. Great Scott! What's the matter? I've been poisoned. Yeah. Folks down here like the liquor strong. Yeah, from what I've heard, they like other things, too. Especially things that don't belong to them. Well, we're pretty near the border, if that's what you mean. Now that Pancho's loose again, guess it'll be worse than ever. Pancho? Pancho. Who's he? Oh, he's a desperado around these parts. Just the other night, Pancho stole over 800 head of cattle from Steve Gavin's ranch. I don't suppose Steve even missed him. He's got so many. What's the matter with the rangers? What are they paid for? Why don't they get after him? Well, I had him stopped for a while, but lately he's come back. Up to his old tricks, rustling cattle. Holding up banks. Yeah, sort of a tough guy, eh? Well, I don't suppose you'll be bothering us any. No, I guess there isn't much to take around here. Well, if you don't mind, I'm going outside for a bit of fresh air. That tequila was a little too heavy for me. Call me when dinner's ready. Yeah, sure will. Well, Gil. Well? Gee, Lucy, you're looking great. Am I? Thanks. Wonderful you're coming down here all this way, Lucia. Sort of funny, isn't it? I mean, seeing each other after all these years. All these years. You talk as though you were a hundred. I am nearly. Twenty-two. Oh, gosh. I was 18 when you went away. That's more than three years ago. Why didn't you come and see me before you went away? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know you'd gone. You never even came to say goodbye, did you? Did you? Oh, I was broken. Oh, I don't know. You're all right now, aren't you, Gil? Huh? Oh, sure, sure. I, I'm, I'm doing splendidly now. I'm so glad of that, Gil. You still haven't answered my question. You mean about my not coming to say goodbye? Oh, I guess I was kind of proud and... Oh, I don't know. I thought maybe you were sore at me. Sore? You couldn't do anything to make me sore at you, Lucia. Then what was it all about? Because you were broke, Gil? Aren't you ashamed of yourself? I hope to pick a fortune off a tree somewhere, quick. Come back and surprise you with it. I was going to buy an automobile. One of those low ones, you know, as long as a Pullman car and... Fill it full of roses and come roaring up to your front door and take you for a ride through the hills. It was going to be autumn. I even had that fixed. Why didn't you ever write me? I was waiting for some good news to tell you. Why didn't you ever get married, Gilbert? Married? You need someone to take care of you. Yeah, I guess you're right, but it ought to be a guardian or maybe a keeper. Gil, we're leaving here tomorrow. You're really leaving, huh? That's what Morgan said. Oh, no. Kind of hate to go and think of you always like this, or alone. Oh, I'll still have Uncle. Seriously, Gil, you need a girl, a wife, someone to look after you. No, no I don't. Oh, Gil, don't you see? Don't you see what it'd mean to you to have someone always here? To kiss you goodbye when you go, to be there when you come back, to laugh with you when you're feeling good, and comfort you when things go wrong? Don't you see, Gil? Yeah, yeah, I see. 
Then why don't you do it, Gil? She'd make you happy, a girl like that. Don't you see? Sure, I see. What do you suppose I've been seeing ever since... Ever since when, Gil? Don't you know? Oh, Gil. Gil, you darn fool. I'd have waited for you. I'd have waited ten years. I wouldn't have... Wouldn't have what? Oh, never mind. Come here, Gil. Oh, Gil, darling. Darling. my pet. I read your letter this morning on top of a Fifth Avenue bus and I nearly fell off. Gosh, it isn't fair. Honestly, I could kill you. There you sit in the sun with the air like wine, as you say, and the caballeros and the fiestas and the sombreros. Oh, I can see you right this minute lying there stretched out in the lap of luxury, native servants, servants swarming around you, anticipating your every wish. Oh, what's the use? Some people get all the breaks. Money, travel, security, a loving yes, husband. Yes, it was quite a touching little scene you and Mr. Phipps staged this morning. Quite a few things I'd noticed lately became suddenly rather clear to me. Things that had been puzzling me. You're in love with him, Lucia. Answer me. Kiss me, my dear. Well? No, no, I don't want to kiss you. I want you to kiss me. Morgan, please. So, my dear, just as I thought. Some women could, but not you, my dear. You're too honorable, aren't you? not too honorable to be making love with the first cowhand who happens Morgan. to... Morgan! Well, it's true, isn't it? I told you how I feel about you. But you know that as long as I'm married to you... You think I'm a fool? Morgan, I promise You've you... You've had your turn, you and Mr. Phipps. Now it's mine. I know you don't love me, my dear. I never did understand why you married me, but you did, and I'm not letting you go. What are you going to do? What is it this time? Well, I saw another sensible husband do under these circumstances. Nice and convenient. Those spurs on the wall. Put those spurs down. Horses don't always know who they belong to. There's no reason why women equally ignorant shouldn't be similarly treated. Morgan! Spurs are sharp, and they're going to dig deep. Let me go. Horses can be friended, so can you. Morgan! Senor and senora. Good evening. You are the prisoners of Pancho Lopez. Pedro. Si, General. Bring me all the women who are on this rancho. Si, General. Luis. Luis, find the cook. Find the cook, Luis. The cook is drunk. Si. Bring him here. Diego, vamos, compañero, vamos. You are drunk. No, no, senor. Quiere matarlo, General? No, don't kill him. Not till after dinner. This way they're coming to see General. Hey, go for your handle, Lopez. I do anything. It's nothing I want you to do. Only cook. Pronto, go quick. General. Si, Hey, Pronto. Aquí está la mujer, General. Oh, Pedro, you bring the women. What? One woman only? What kind of rancho is this? Let me see this woman. Come here. Why do you want me? I want to look at you. Turn around. Ah. Uh, oh. How old are you? Twenty-two. Twenty-two, huh? Let me see your teeth. My teeth? Hey. How much you weigh? Uh, haven't weighed myself lately. What's your name? Lucia. Lucia Pell. Lucia. He's a pretty name. Uh, so glad you like it. Come here. I want to see more of you. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Oh, you like to go with me to my country? What? Well, you hear what I say. Well, I don't think I can do that. Why not? I'm married. Well, okay, we don't take the husband. Just me and you. We go to bullfight, get plenty drunk, huh? Show you a good, good time. What do you say? I say no. No soap. Soap? What do you mean? I mean no. Nobody ever offered you a good time before? Not like this, mister. You've been married with one man all your life? Yes, about five weeks. You poor woman, it's too bad. It's not too late. Come on, 
come with me to my country, to the land of the purple mountains, where I shall love you myself, personal. Yeah. You don't wish to go with me? No. You mean you wish to stay married with this man? Well, I guess so. Why you do this when you are so young and beautiful? Turn around. Huh? Aquí está, Camila. Oh, you bring the food. Good. This, uh, Lucia, she shall wait on me. You're speaking to me. Yeah, I speak to you. Serve me the food. All right, you cook. You go away. Now, Mrs. Lucius Pearl, give me the eat. Here, and the shake. For why? Maybe you're afraid of me, huh? I'm going to dream of you, Nigel. Why are you afraid of me? Well, I don't care for killers. Oh, but that is not so. All right. I'll take your word for it. Well, you're wrong. I am killer. But you need not be afraid, Miss Lucia. Yeah, I shall not hurt you. That is not yet. Chile, please. Chile! So you're afraid of me because I kill people, huh? I'm not attracted by it. You think it's wrong to kill? I guess you kill people the way other people brush their teeth. Why not? Does life mean as little to you as that? Life? Well, to be here is life. Not to be here is death. More chili, please. You do kill your prisoners, don't you? Sure, you catch prisoner, you let him go, he come back to fight with you again. So you kill him. But as a rule, I only kill evil men, and when I kill evil men, it makes me very happy, for I have did a good deed. But who decides whether a man is good or bad? I do, Pancho Lopez. Now that I finish eating, we will all go down to business. Hey, you, prisoners! Prisoners, we shall have plenty of fun together, at least for a little while. <laughs> and you, uh, Lucia, you will not worry about being married once you come with me. Shut up! Who are you called? Pell, Morgan Pell. So, you are the husband? Yes. And who do you think you're... Shut called? up. You, old man. Huh? Who are you? None of your gosh darn business, huh? I should tell my name to a dirty old foreigner. Why, I... Pedro, give me my knife. Just a minute, just a minute. I, I'm Henry Phipps, sir. Yes, sir. Henry Phipps. <laughs> All right. Now go down to the business. I shall ask a question. Is my custom anybody what does not answer the truth shall be quick shot. Shot? See. You, you mean that, Pedro? Why, I waste my time listening to what are not true. <laughs> Thank gosh, I ain't got nothing to lie about. That lets me out. Uh, gracias, senor. It's, you, you give me an idea. Better as my own. I shall use it. Huh, what's that? If anyone here shall tell a lie, everybody shall be shot. Gee, Manetti. That is all but you, uh, Mrs. Pell. We have other plans for you. Other plans? I thought we'd gone into Shut that. up. Now the business. I remember the first one who tells a lie, everybody gets right away shot. I hope Mr. Pell tells one. You wish him to be shot? Absolutely. Why? Because he comes to skin us out of this place. God darn him. Oh, is it so? No, I only came down here to take up an option the bank in Bisbee holds on this place. Tell him why you want it so bad, Pell. I dare you. Keep still, you old fool. You want to get us all in trouble? I do. And God darn it, I'm going to do it. Take my life savings from me, will you? This is true? He tries to take our money? Ask him, Mr. Lopez. I only hope the thunder he tells a lie. What about it, Senor Pell? You answer? No. There's your chance, Mr. Lopez. Shoot him quick. I just bought an option on this ranch. But you didn't give me the money. You don't own this place anymore. It belongs to the bank. Not yet, I don't. He's lying, Mr. Lopez. Why don't you shoot him? No, wait a minute. Ask him why he wants the place. Oh, well. Why you want this place, Pell? Well, I, uh, Get ready, Mr. Lopez. I, He's going to lie. I thought there might be oil here, but under these circumstances, I'm not so sure I'll take up my option. You have these options? I have it here. Give it to me, quick. Here you are, Lopez. Well, the place is yours if you care to pay for it. No, it ain't. No, I have the option. This place don't belong to nobody but me and my nephew until 8 o'clock tonight. Your nephew? What is this nephew? Where is he? He ain't here. He's down the shed, fixing the forge. Lewis, you're to find him. Bring him here, quick. Let's talk, Henry. Now, listen here, Mr. Lopez. <laughs> uh, you keep this fellow pal here, Mr. Lopez, till 8 o'clock tonight, so he can't get to the bank, and then you lend me and my nephew $10,000, and we'll give you a million. You call me Mr. Lopez. Why, a million? The first million we make out of this oil that's here. I will lend you $10,000? Absolutely, will you? Why, well, do not lend, Senor Phipps. I take. Besides, you do not know where is oil on this place. I do know where is oil. You do? Sure, for a long time I know. Wait a minute, Lopez. If you know where the oil is, I'll buy that option from you. You buy how much, Senor Pell? You sure there's oil here? Sure. $20,000. He's no good. $50,000. $50,000. You give $50,000 for this option? You heard me. He's no good. $75,000? No. $100,000? No. Make you pay more, Mr. Lopez. 150 
ridiculous. Two hundred. Two hundred. Senor, it is not enough. Enough? It, it is enough. It is too much. Uh, what's the, the idea, idea Senor Per, is this? You think I believe you would go away and bring back two hundred thousand dollars? Two hundred soldiers, maybe. But two hundred thousand dollars? Here, give me that option, then. What I care for a little piece of paper. Give it back to me. Senor Pell, you are my prisoner. I wish to find out if you are rich enough to make it worth my while to take you with me to my country. And only for ransom. Where you are. Ransom? <laughs> There's your gold. Very good right, Mr. Pell. Coming down here, trying to take everything away from me and my nephew. What? Listen, Mr. Lopez, if Gilbert Shut puts up. Over... Stop shoving me, you. I can walk all right. Bye, bye, bye. Take your dirty hands off me. This is the one, General. Oh, you are his nephew. Yes, I am. What do you want here? So, it is you. Now, look here. What are you doing on my ranch? For months and months, I have looked for you. And now you don't know me. Oh, oh, oh. My friend, my brother, how glad I am to see you some more. Well, what do you know about that? Dear Dot, well, my dear, it's happened. Remember the bandit I told you about, Pancho Lopez? Fellow who killed 600 men in the last three years? Well, he's sitting in the parlor right this minute with his feet on the table smoking a big black cigar. Here's how it happened. This afternoon, about three o'clock, we were waiting for lunch. Gilbert was out on the porch, and Morgan and I were having a few words in the parlor, when suddenly this bandit walks in with a gun in his hand the size of the Chrysler building. And what do you think? He turns out to be an old friend of Gilbert. You remember, that's the boy I was so crazy about in Bangor, the fellow at whose ranch we're staying. Well, this bandit turns out to be an old friend of his. Within five minutes of his coming into the house, they were hugging each other like brothers. He's not exactly a friend of Gilbert's, but it seems about six months ago, the rangers had this bandit cornered in a canyon and wounded him. And it seems he got away and hid in a bush. Presently, Gilbert came along. Gilbert, that's the boy I used to... Oh, yes, but I told you. I told you about him, didn't I? Well, Gilbert came along and fixed the bandit's wound and helped him on his horse and saved his life. So you see, it's a small world. Well, that's all for now. Love, Lucia. Help me, Senor Phipps. Do my best, Pancho. It's for your nephew, Gilbert, my friend. What's the matter with him? Always he look worried. Is something make him unhappy? I don't know. Always he look like he got trouble. Now what is? Well, maybe fine and dandy for you. Reckon a bandit. I mean a man like you, Mister Lopez. Don't have much trouble except maybe the rangers chasing him. But we're really in a pack of trouble. We ain't got nothing. It's a gosh dangerous thing. But you ain't heard the half of it yet. You ever been in Bangor, Maine, Mr. Pancho? Bangor? What is this? Well, say you missed something. If you ain't seen Bangor, you ain't seen nothing. You take our soldiers' monument and our cemetery. Why, they've got the swellest cemetery in Bangor that you... Now then, here's the thing. When we were still sensible folks back in Bangor, my nephew Gilbert, he was a court and a girl, and then one day he up and left me and Bangor and her. Said he had to make some money before he got married, gosh darn fool. And that girl, she waited around quite a spell, but guess she got tired. She went to New York and married a fellow down there. A fellow by the name of Pell. Pell? Pe- yeah, you heard me. Now, gosh darn it, if they don't turn up down here in Bisbee and Gilbert's in love with her all over again. This Senor Pell, he make plenty of trouble, huh? You're gosh darn All right, all right, Phipps. Last year in Canyon Diablo, your nephew do something for me. This time I'm going to do plenty for him. Pretty soon, in a minute, all the trouble go. What? Just watch. Pancho Lopez, he's going to fix everything. Everything. Lewis! General. Bring to me a Veracano, Senor Perla. Luis! Si, General. Anyone else who wants to come into this room, you know what to do now. Los Pego, General. You shoot him right away, quick. He's si. good. Now, Fifth, tell me one thing. If this Pell does not take the option from the bank, what will happen? Why, not a thing. You see, nobody except Pell knows that there's oil on this land. And if he didn't buy the mortgage in the bank, why, I reckon they'd let us keep this ranch of ours. You sure it's true what you say, Fifth, that my friend Gilbert and Lucia Perde. Love each other. Absolutely. Hurt him with my own ears. Good. Then I give her to him. She's very beautiful. I should miss her, but I give her to him. What is one lady between friends? General, think I'm lucky. Oh, you have him. It's good. Hello, Phipps. What's on your mind, Lopez? Nothing, nothing at all. 
Me and you is going to have a little talk. Yes? About what? Sit down, Mr. Pell. I'm going to ask you now a few questions. Why do you want to take this land from my friend Gilbert Phipps? I'm not taking the land from him. The bank's taking it. I'm not to blame because he's a rotten businessman. It is not his fault because I have still all his cattle. Besides, even if it does belong to you, I have the option on this ranch, no? Now, look here. If you're interested in this property, I'm willing to make a settlement. Ah, now you speak like a sensible man. And now you settle everything. Everything will be fixed. I hope so. <laughs> Cost me plenty of money. I could have taken you with me for ransom. Hey, big ransom. Million dollars, maybe. No, I don't do that. A million dollars? Uh, don't worry. You aren't going to hold me for ransom? No. Well, I'm certain you're not going to do that. What are you going to do? They kill you. Well, I'll be gosh done. Kill me. Say, why not? Hey, Lewis. Say, General. You're joking. Joking? You must be. Senor Pearl, I do not like you. I don't like him either, Pancho. You see, nobody like you. Alive or no good. Dead, you'll make two people, which I love, very happy. Well, if that's all, I'll give my wife a divorce. You will? You'll give her a divorce? He can have her. I'll give it to him. Stand up, Senor Pearl. I would have looked at you once more before I shoot you. I have seen such men which would not fight for their money. Money. I've seen men which would not fight for their lives. But I have never seen such men which would not fight for their women. If you kill me, you'll be hanged. Yes, you will at that, Pancho. If I'm ever caught, I shall be hanged many times. Wait! I'll give you money. Plenty of money. A million. Two million. It is not that we do not want money. It is that we do not want you. You mean you're going to kill me? No. Don't do that. He can have her. You can have her. If you'll only spare my life. Ah, before I know that even a dog would be so yellow. Lewis! I do not hunt rabbits. You kill him, Lewis. No! For the love of Where for the love of me? You've done a good thing, Lewis. He was an evil man. What was that shot? Hey, Lewis. What was he shooting at? Only your husband, Mrs. Pell. You killed him? I have. Most enjoyously, too. He's dead as a doornail. Louis, he never misses. But don't you see what you've done, Pancho? Sure, I know what I've done. Amigo. <laughs> One hour ago, you have no money. No rancher, no woman. One little hour. Now you will have plenty of money. The rancher, she is yours. The woman you want to marry, she is yours. Tell me, amigo. Have I not keep my promise? Yeah, well, that make you in one little hour the happy man. <laughs> I tell you, Pancho Lopez makes everybody happy, no? He's a good work, no? You are listening to the Campbell Playhouse presentation of The Bad Man, starring Orson Welles with Ida Lupino. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. This is Ernest Chappell, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming you back to the Campbell Playhouse. In a moment or two, we will resume our presentation of The Bad Man. For some of us, certain times of the year will always be associated with certain things. And to many country-bred men and women, Maytime will always mean fresh asparagus. Once you've enjoyed it, who can ever forget the thrill of the season's first asparagus, so tender it melts in your mouth? May means asparagus time to Campbell's, too. Fresh from the farms, bright green bundles of tender asparagus come pouring into Campbell's kitchens to be made into delicious, creamy, smooth asparagus soup. Later on, Campbell's soup kettles will be bubbling with the bright richness of tomato soup. Another time, they'll be giving off the enticing aroma of celery soup. And so it goes. Crop after crop matures, is gathered, and made into fine soup for you to enjoy anywhere, anytime, at a moment's notice. All told, your grocer offers you 21 kinds of Campbell's soups. They lend variety to your meals and cut down the hours you have to spend in the kitchen these fine spring days. Why not order several kinds tomorrow? And now we resume our Campbell Playhouse presentation of The Bad Man, 
Starring Orson Welles with Ida Lupino. Dear Dot, I just had to open this letter. Remember that bandit I was writing you about? Well, he just shot Morgan, and he's just sent me up to my room. And he and Gilbert and old man Phipps, that's Gilbert's uncle, are all sitting in the parlor right now with poor Morgan lying there as stiff as a board. I do hope he doesn't do any more killings for a while. In haste, love, Lucia. Gilbert, my friend, you are one big fool. What's the matter now? Why are you not more happy? Why you don't sing? Why you don't get drunk? After all I've done for you, why you're not happy? Are you not a wretch? Have you not a beautiful woman for a love yourself, person? What more you ask? Pancho, I know you meant well, but don't you see what you've done? What i done? Answer me, well. What i done? You killed her husband. Here, in my house. Well, of course I killed him. Why not? He was in the way. Anyway, I don't like him. Yes, plenty. sir, smoothest thing I ever saw. That pair was standing there shooting his mouth off. Next thing you know, you had him plugged. Cool as a cucumber, by Jiminy. That's murder, Pancho. What do you mean, my friend? <laughs> it was a pleasure. Don't you see what that does to us? Lucia and I... Come here, Why is it, Pedro? Viene no aquí las frangueras. Why is that? All right, all right, get the horses. Si, General. Anything the matter, Mr. Lopez? He says he's coming this way Texas at Angels. So, it's about time, I suspect. Texas Rangers after you? Hmm, see, why not? He ain't even excited? Or why, he's no worry. Vamos, General, vamos! All right, all right, all right. What's the matter with you? They're getting nervous, my boys. Maybe I gotta shoot a couple by and by, keep them quiet. Huh? Pero, General, le digo! Shut up. He's ready, the horses? Si, General. Okay, then we go. Mr. Phipps, he's nice to meet you. Sure, sorry to see you go, Pancho. Gilbert. My friend, adios. I hope you will be very happy, you and that beautiful woman. You say goodbye to her for me, huh? You say goodbye. Maybe by and by, Gilbert, we meet again. And maybe not, who knows? Goodbye, my friends. Louis, Pedro, we go. Walks out of here just as cool as you please. Yes, sir, that's my friend Pancho Lopez. Yes, sir, he turned. There he goes. Three cheers for Pancho Lopez. Hooray! 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 Yes, that's him now. That's the Rangers. Keep under cover, everybody. Lucia, keep down. What's the matter with them fellas? Shooting away like that. Wasting the taxpayers' money. All right, you boys, cover the back. Then pull the lad as soon as you set eyes on him. All right, Lopez. Come on out. Come on out, we shoot. You're too late, Ranger. He's gone. Come out in. Go on, eh? How long ago did he leave? Just a few minutes ago. Who are you? Why, Phipps is the name. It's good a New England name. This is your you... place? Yes, officer. We own this ranch. This is Mrs. Pell, a guest of ours. Who's that on the floor? Well, that's the lady's husband, Morgan Pell. Wounded? Dead as a doornail. Who did this, Lopez? Yes. Yes, sir. Popped him right through the head, clean as a whistle. I'm sorry for you, ma'am. Thank you. Well, we've got to be going. Now, look here, bud. You better not touch the body till the coroner comes. But, officer... Sorry, ma'am, but that's the law. Don't you worry about Lopez, folks. He won't bother you no more. We got him this time. You'll never see him alive again. Come on, boys! After him! Goes what? He means the ranch. 
Eight o'clock. Hey! Give me the crickets. What's the matter? He moved. Who did? Him. The stiff. Pell. Moved. I seen him. How could he? He's dead. I don't know how he could, but he did. Morgan. Morgan. Oh, ain't we got enough trouble without him coming back? Gil, it's true. He's alive. Feel his pulse. Is you right, Lucia? Well? He's alive. He's breathing. It's just a flesh wound. Bullet must have grazed his head. Lopez should have done the job himself. I'll get some water and some bandages. All right. Oh. Come on, pal. Here, let me help you. Now, sit up in this chair. What was it? What happened? I can't remember. You were shot. Shot? Who shot me? A friend of mine. I remember. Yeah, that bandit, Lopez. He's not here yet, is he? No, worse luck. No, he's gone. You'll be all right, pal. Here, Morgan. Let me help you. Oh, so you're there, are you, Lucia, my dear? We thought you were dead, Morgan. We? Oh, yes, we. You and Gilbert Phipps. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but aside from a slight pain in my head, I never felt better in my life. Shall I bandage it for you? No, thank you. Now, my dear, it's past eight o'clock, and since Lopez tore up my option, I imagine this ranch is on the market at this moment. First thing tomorrow morning, Mr. Phipps, you're going down to drive me into busy. Like heck he is. Say, Gilbert, does that mean that we pay our mortgage before Pale gets to the bank? We can keep the ranch? Yes, that's about the size of it, Uncle. Where will we get the money to buy the mortgage? Oh, gosh, I hadn't thought of that. That's right. As soon as I get into Bisbee, this place will be mine, and you two can get ready to leave. Yes, I guess we're right back where we started from. Oh, not quite, Mr. Phipps. Come here, Lucia. Now, look here, pal, if you think you're going... Don't be afraid, Lucia. Remember, I'm your husband. Now, wait a minute. I sure am sorry you were shot, and I sure am glad you aren't dead, but Lucia isn't going back with you. That's right, Morgan. Lucia's going with me. Lucia... Uh, what were you saying, Lucia? Something about leaving me and going with him? I wasn't listening very closely. That little nick on my head. Well, you want to leave me, eh? And go with him. All right, go ahead. I have no objection. You're lying, pal. Well, I don't blame you for thinking so. You haven't been shot today. You should try it sometime. It kind of changes one's viewpoint. Now, here we are, we three. She's my wife. But she doesn't love me and she does love you. What is the best way out for all of us? You'd give her up? I can't hold her if she doesn't want to be held, can I? You don't intend... To fight for her? Oh, no. I'm going back to New York and forget that either of you ever existed. Your problem is more difficult. Your ranch is as good as lost and you haven't a cent, either of you. I can earn money. A hundred a month punching cows while she lives in a boarding house in Bisbee waiting for you. I can take care of her. Of course you can. You can go with your friend Lopez if he escapes the Rangers. Become a professional killer... You know, Gilbert, you forget Lucia's used to decent people. I know him, Gil. He's trying to frighten I'm us. I'm not trying to frighten you. I'm just trying to help you, that's all. Oh! All right, boys! Yeah, what's that? That's them! That's the Rangers headed for home. Hope they missed him. Sorry to bother you folks tomorrow. Oh, sure. You got any water? I'm in kind of a hurry. Yeah. Especially with him tied up on a horse outside. Who? Lopez. Lopez? That's what I said, mister. We got him. You mean you captured Pancho Lopez? You bet we got him, and we got him good this time. Fill him half full of bullet holes. That's what we did. Good work, officer. Hey. Hey, I thought... Hey, mister, wasn't you dead? I was. I mean, I had a scalp wound, that's all. Uh, well, give me that water, will you? Here you are. Thanks. I want to get him in alive if I can. But you can't take him out like that if he's wounded. Why not? You think I'm going to wet nurse a murderer like him around these parts? For heaven's sakes, man, if he's dying, bring him in here. I'm throwing this party, mister. Much obliged for the canteen. I'll send it back later. Poor Lopez. So they really got him. Fortunately for us, my dear. Now we're certain not to be disturbed while we try and work out a solution for this little problem of ours. You see, there's a question of money. Money? She doesn't want your money, pal. No, well, in that case, I suppose there's nothing more to be said. You mean you'll let us go? Why not? I know I won't stop you. Well, before I say goodbye, Morgan, is there anything I can do? Yes. All of you can do one thing. Put up your hands. What? Way up! I've got you. Got you, all of you. Still. You didn't bother to reach for your guns, Pips. I went to the trouble of lifting them out of their holsters while you were bandaging your head. I told you he was no good. Shut up, you old fool. Now, you two thought you'd make a monkey out of me, did you? Well, I'll show you. He means it, Gil. Look out. Our wife is right, Mr. Phipps. It isn't killing that I mind. It's being killed that I object to. They'll hang you, pal. The unwritten law works in Texas as well as other places. Get away from him, Lucia. I won't. All right. Then take what's coming to you. You both can go together. You better shoot straight, pal, because if you... Ah! Welcome, Grandissimo. How many times must I kill you today, anyhow? Lopez. Pancho Lopez. Well, don't this beat it. Hello, amigos. Luis. 
Sí, general. Didn't I tell you to kill his pearl once before? Maybe I should kill you too, huh? Pero, general, I shoot him. You do not. Pancho Lopez must come back to do it. You're not such a good a shot anymore, Lozzi. Pero, general, no es mi culpa si este señor tiene una cabeza de pero... Shut up! All right. You better take him away. He's no more use to anybody. Sí, general. Now then, amigos. Everyone here is all right, huh? Sancho, I thought the rangers had plugged you. Said they had you tied on a horse and was taking you to town. No, it's no me they have plugged. He's my double. Double? It's an idea I get from the moving pictures. Then it wasn't you that captured. I should be chased all over the place by the Texas rangers. <laughs> I don't get time for that sort of thing. Long time ago, I fixed that. How do you work it, Pancho? I pick from my men the best rider, put him in the same clothes I wear, so when the ranchers wish to chase me, my double go while I stay behind. See him in much exercise. I told you he was a smart one. Say, Gilbert, my friend, why didn't you kill this pair yourself a long time ago? Why are you wait for me? I couldn't do that, Pancho. This is the difference from us three. Me, you, and him. You was afraid to kill. He was afraid to die. Me, Pancho Lopez, I'm afraid of nothing. Give me a drink. Uh, well, amigos, what do you do now, huh? Oh, I don't know. Lucia and I are going away somewhere. Well, you stay right here in your home, sweet home, my friend. No, I guess we've lost this place. After eight, and we can't take up that mortgage anyway. Oh, it's a gosh darn shame. I was just beginning to like it. You have lost nothing, my friends. No, not for... At half past 7.30, what do you think I do? I tell you what I do. While my double is being chased by the arrangers, I go to Beesby. Beesby? Why I go to Beesby? I go to the bank and I pay the mortgage on this arrangement. You what? I pay the mortgage. Where'd you get the money? It's all right. Where did you get it? I uh, robbed the bank. You robbed the bank? Sure. That's why I go to Beesby. That's no good, stolen money. No, I take the money to a lawyer, what is a friend of me, go to a judge and tell him, Senor Phipps, send the money to pay for the mortgage. The judge says, sure, now the rancho is yours. What a man! But I must pay him back. All right, I have plenty of money. I'll lend you $10,000. You send back, should you be so foolish. You can pay it back too, Gil. The oil. Oil? You said there was oil on the place. You said you knew where it was. I am sorry, my friends. There is no oil. No oil? But you said... I know, I tell her one big lie. But you never get one million dollars from a husband when I kill, don't you get that? Oh, Gil. You don't think we touch one penny of that, do you? All right, you're still rich, Anel. How do you make that up? Tomorrow I shall send back all the cattle that I've steal from you. You will? And plenty more which I should steal for myself, personal. Now then, it's all right. You have the money, the lady, the everything. Oh, no, you're wrong, Pancho. I still don't have Lucia. Now what's the trouble? I want Lucia more than anything in the world, but... Under these Work circumstances... Work, What's the matter with you? I come here, work like a crazy man all day to make you happy. And the best I get is this under the circumstances. Ah. We don't mean to be ungrateful, Punchy. Ah, you make me sick. Both of you, no blood, no courage. Ah. For you, Gilbert, the hips, I am finished. Like this. That's telling them, Pancho. I'm sorry, Pancho. Sorry. It's all you can say is a sorry, sorry. All day I've tried to make the money from you, but it's no use. Gilbert, hips... There is no money, and you all right. You will not let me make you happy, boy, or you will not take her? I've tried hard to explain. Well, then, I take her. You take me? Say no, Shut do up. you think... Listen to me. All day I ever want her. It's the first time in my life that I want a woman all day and not take her for me. As a favor, I give her to you. Now, since you are one big fool not to take her yourself, I take her for me, Pancho Lopez. And what do you know about this? Don't you touch me. No. No, wait a no, minute, Pancho. Sí, General. Take her away. Listen, you big gorilla. Go on, take her away. <laughs> Vamos, we go home now. Take this woman too. Wait. Reach. What? Come on up with him, Pancho. You too, Pedro. Put your hands up. I know what you tried to do, Pancho, and I'm grateful. And you will not shoot? I will if I have to. Oh, the wolf in the sheep's overcoat, huh? Get behind me, Lucia. Now then, Pancho, I'll give you just ten seconds to get out of here. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. See a duck. I can't tell you how happy I am. 
Gilbert's wonderful. He really is. He's the sweetest, bravest thing you ever saw. And I know we're going to be very happy. For a while there, it looked bad, though. That bandit, the one I told you about. Do you know what he tried to do? Try to abduct me. Oh, my dear, he had a couple of his gorillas actually laying hands on me. They were going to tie me to a horse or something and drag me across the border. And what do you think Gil did? You remember, that's the boy I used to be crazy about up in Bangor. Quick as a flash, he pulled a gun. Well, the bandit changed his tune after that. Oh, I wish you could have seen Gil at that moment. He was wonderful, just like in a movie. He said to the bandit, I'll give you just ten seconds to get out of here. And then he counted. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven, eight, nine. Don't shoot! Don't shoot! <laughs> what are you laughing about? A big oh, I make the man from you at last. Fine man was a kill for his woman. Believe he would, Pancho. <laughs> I know, and it makes me very happy. Very happy. Amigo. You could not leave on now, could you? Now, that's it, boys. More trouble. And more rangers. I go now. Oh, Pancho. Oh, no, no. You shall not thank me. I shall thank you. For here in your quiet home, you have given me the most peaceful day I've spent in a long time. Pedro. See, General. Luis. My horse, Prano. Si, General. Well, amigos. Mrs. Pell. Mrs. Phipps. My friend, Gilbert. For the last time. Pancho Lopez. concludes the Campbell Playhouse presentation of The Bad Man, starring Orson Welles with Ida Lupino. In just a moment, Mr. Welles brings Miss Lupino back to the microphone. But in the meantime, a word on behalf of our sponsors. A while ago, I remarked that the days are past when the best chicken soup was made only at home. Thousands of people have found Campbell's chicken soup as fine as any they've ever tasted, or even better. That's because of the painstaking steps by which Campbell's prepare it and the good, wholesome ingredients that go into each kettleful. I know, because I've seen it being made. Campbell's use only plump, government-inspected chickens, all the good meat of them. And just as you would at home, they simmer the broth long and patiently till it gleams with golden color and is rich with chicken flavor. Fluffy, nourishing rice is added, and chicken meat, too, each piece delightfully tender. As sure as you like chicken, you like Campbell's chicken soup. Because it's brim, brims with the good taste of chicken from the first spoonful to the last. Why not have it this weekend? And now, here is Orson Welles. Ladies and gentlemen, now that we've guaranteed the future bliss of Lou Chappelle, it's time to come back to reality and introduce you to the actress who played the part tonight, Miss Ida Lupino of Naples, of London and of Hollywood, in the order named. Miss Lupino, we are all delighted to meet you and to have you with us this evening. And I'm delighted to meet you all. Thank you, Pancho Lopez. I mean, Orson Welles. 
You shot that dirty dog in the well-known nick of time. I hope you didn't worry. I promise you, you were never in any danger. I was lurking beside the doorway all the time. Now, Miss Lupino, when I mentioned those cities I was referring, and stop me if I'm wrong, to your birthplace, Naples, to London, where you appeared on the stage and in films, and to your current office and residence, Hollywood. Is that correct? Two hits, one miss, Senor Lopez. I wasn't born in Naples. My grandfather and grandmother were. I was born in London between engagements. I think I should explain, ladies and gentlemen, that Miss Lupino has the theater in her blood. That the Lupinos take their place with the Kendalls, the Barrymores, the Bennetts, is one of the world's greatest theatrical families. That both parents, Stanley Lupino and her mother, Connie Emerald, are famous in their own right abroad, and that, in a sense, the family goes back before Shakespeare. Now, how far back does it go, Miss Lupino? Well, it seems there have always been Lupinos in the theater. We have pretty definite records for 250 years in England. Before that, there were clowns and performers in Italy. Well, with that background, I you should... You, you couldn't help yourself. And uh, tell us about that great moment in any performer's life, the debut. Were you carried on in your mother's arms at the age of one? <laughs> no. Six months? No. There was none of that in my family. My father's family was very strict with all of us. And my sister and I had to learn everything, from cartwheels to Shakespeare, before we were in our teens. I made my debut in a London pantomime and then was rushed into a film there. First thing I knew, I was being imported to Hollywood to play Alice in Alice in Wonderland. Oh, I don't remember that film. Whatever happened to Alice in Wonderland? That's what I've been wondering. It seemed to be a good idea at the time, but somebody else played the part. Oh, yeah, but uh, since then I've seen you in, let's see, One Rainy Afternoon, Anything Goes, Paris in Spring, many others. Oh, they've kept me pretty busy since I went west six years ago. I remember stories when you arrived of the uh, sensational 16-year-old Lupino who had all London excited. Now, Orson Wells, you know an actress is only as old as the publicity department commands. I was publicly and actually 16 when I arrived, but became 19 overnight. They've kept me 19 ever since, but this year I'm old enough to vote. <laughs> Just between you and me, I'm... One of the few performers in the world who is younger than Orson Welles. Thank you so much, Mr. Pino. It's been very nice interviewing you. Good night. Uh, Mr. Herman, down on the music for a moment, I'd like to introduce Mr. Chappell, who will tell you who played the parts tonight. Mr. Chappell? Thank you, Mr. Wells. In tonight's Campbell Playhouse production of The Bad Man, Orson Welles was heard in the role of The Bad Man, Pancho Lopez. Ida Lupino played the part of Blue Chappelle. Frank Reddick was heard as Gilbert Phipps and Ray Collins as Uncle Phipps. Morgan Pell was played by William Allen, Dot by Diana Stevens, and Louis by Everett Sloan. Edward Jerome played the part of Pedro. Music for the Campbell Playhouse is arranged and conducted by Bernard Herman. And now, if you please, Mr. Wells, will you tell us about next week's story? <laughs> More music, ladies and gentlemen, more music for Mr. Bernard Herman to suggest or indicate, however vaguely, and maybe we're a little vague about it ourselves, uh, about next week's show. Next week's show, ladies and gentlemen, and we're pretty serious about it, even if I seem to sound a little flippant, is the Campbell Playhouse's radio document dedicated to the American idea. It seems to us that there would be no better time for the story we want to tell you next week, which is the story of democracy. And we're sure we could find for this broadcast no finer actress than Miss Cornelia Otis Skinner. And so, until then, till next Friday, my sponsors, the makers of Campbell Soups, and all of us in the Campbell Playhouse, remain obediently yours. <laughs> Makers of Campbell Soups join Orson Welles in inviting you to be with us at the Campbell Playhouse again next Friday evening when Cornelio de Skinner, brilliantly gifted star of radio and stage, joins him in thumbing through the pages of American history for a variety of famous characterizations for our American cavalcade. Meanwhile, if you have enjoyed tonight's Campbell Playhouse presentation, won't you tell your grocer so tomorrow when you order Campbell's chicken soup? This is Ernest Chappell saying thank you. And good night. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.
That concludes today's episode. We'd like to thank you and remind you to donate at choiceclassicradio.com. Remember, your donations make episodes like this possible.